Ciao. What do you want? A podcast to you. Gotta talk about Giallo movies just for you. The only thing I'd like, I'd really like, is to meet you face to face. It'll happen sooner or later, but you don't have to recognize us. Thanks. However, you disappoint me, duck. You throw a challenge my way. I almost forgot the most important part. We go by Creep, Creeperson, and Chris. And this is Chow Chow Chow. Got it. The harbor, a phone booth sitting right near Pier 11. I'll get out the APB. Move, you bastard. You're a mess. Hello, fuckers. <laughs> How's everybody doing? I'm a mess. Chow chow, everybody. And welcome to Jalo Chow Chow episode. I don't know the number. That's 62, why I think. 62. Um, where we are going to be <clears throat> discussing the extremely controversial, according yeah. to our group, um, The Bloodsucker Leads the Dance. The Bloodsucker. Which is not only a misleading title, but not the best one in the world either. Well, there's no bloodsucker and there's no dance. So, yeah, and there's hardly any leading. <laughs> yes, we did trauma last time, episode 61. Yes, 62 is where we are. Okay. Hooray! So, here is the thing that's pissing me off. Um, awesome. Google Hangouts is ending. Um, oh, no. On the Why? 12th. And it's going to YouTube Live. And in fact, right now, if someone wants to watch us, even though there is a Google Hangout page to watch, it will still send them to YouTube. I see. So that's why we've been having so many problems that we've been having lately. But the biggest problem is once it goes to YouTube Live, I have no fucking idea how we're going to do the show. Because I was looking at YouTube Live and I really don't even have the slightest idea how the fuck we're going to get it to work. Hmm. So um, we're going to have to figure that out before our next episode. Well, I think that um, if you go back to um, the, where, the way Chow Chow was originally, we decided to come on and do Hangouts because it made 
the ability to make a podcast as a as a end result easier because we were using Skype and then we were we were trying Mumble and all kinds of weird stuff. All graph, we did all sorts of shit, and every time we did it, one of us would always sound super shitty. Right. Like, it was never like a solid fucking thing. Right. Um, and as fucking stupid as technology is, this has been the best sounding thing that we've done. And yep. it's fun because we get to interact with people, which is always good. Yeah. I like the idea of doing the show live and being able to do it interactive. And, you know, if you're, if you're able to watch it live, it's cool. If you want to watch our ridiculously weird looking faces, talk about Jalo, you can always go onto YouTube and watch it later. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I've seen some of the more professional podcasters do is that they all record their own vi- uh, audio track. Like they sync up and they say, okay, uh, three, two, one record. And then you're recording your voice track on a local, you know, um, wave file and I'm yeah. doing the same thing. And then in post you put them all together and it sounds like everybody's in the same room. And that's super cool too. If we want to go that route, cause I right. could do that. I'm sure you could do that. Yep. Um, but we'd probably just lose the whole video thing. So anyway, so that's that. I want to give a big update on the Chow Chow network because that is a huge deal right now. Basically, um, like most things I bit off more than I can chew. um, I'm we're still doing the weekly shows it's the extra shows that have been kind of slipping and because of all this I'm going to make everything down to the lowest um, thing so if you want to pledge a dollar you'll get access to everything and uh, nice things the tangible things to ship for free have turned out to be a complete clusterfuck and um so i'm not going to be able to do that anymore because it's costing more money than pledges and it's just i can't do that can't hack it every month so um It was very ambitious of you, and yeah. I think so. That, we're uh, still gonna, it's still gonna happen. It's just, it's not gonna be as like boom, boom, boom as it was the first month. Well, that's okay. You get people uh, interested, you tickle their ass with a feather, and then you make them wait. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. how I do things. It's kind of like this movie. Oh, dude, that's a whole other thing. So many things have happened this week. Um, <laughs> Now, we're not going to talk about the actual place, but there was this one amazing little corner of the internet that's no longer there. And Oh, yes, this is true. my heart. It is uh, the place where um, those who are in the know uh, go to get all of their trashiest and uh, hard-to-find films. Um, It was recently the... Um, victim of a DDoS attack. Um, And we're hoping that the proprietor of this uh, site will get his site back up again. Um, I read some Reddit comments saying that they were working on restoring everything, 
Um, so for those of you who know what we're talking about, it's basically our main source of, of trying to find some of these harder to find films. Um, and it is a private invite only kind of website. So that's as far as I'll go. Yeah, I know there's other ones like it, but I don't know if they got hit either. And I don't know how to get in them. Hmm. But it's just a lot of these movies, especially the version of Bloodsucker Leads the Dance that I like, you can't get anywhere. Unless you're a part of one of these things. And, um, yeah. Yeah, because um, I didn't have a copy of the film, and I watched the version on YouTube, and uh, that may have contributed to me not liking it so much. It may have something to do with it. Well, like I was telling you, um, when I was trying to, because we were supposed to do the show on Tuesday, and I was rushing home to be able to do it, and I wanted the movie fresh in my mind, so I go on YouTube while I'm driving down the 210 with my phone up in my visor, which is super safe, <laughs> watching the movie while I'm driving. And um, when there was no weird bits in it, I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Right. Um, some of the cuts where the adult content should be are so badly cut yeah you can tell like some big chunk of the movie had just gotten cut out and um it was almost comical like yeah. watching it like that yeah and listen i don't um i didn't know that it had porn elements because i hadn't i knew nothing about the film i had seen a poster for it in one of the, the books. posters are awful yeah so I went to watch it. Well, first of all, I went to go look for it, and I didn't have it. And our source for where where we could get it from was down. So I did find a full-length copy on YouTube. I started watching it, and I didn't know that I was going to see porn. But I kind of started to get suspicious. Like there was a scene where um, the one guy who looks um, – the, the one guy who is staring in the window at the lesbians – and then all of a sudden they're just sitting there, like just sitting there. And he's like, what is he looking at? And then there's another scene where the count, is he a count? The main guy? He's like a lord or a count. A lord. There was a scene where he finally gets to go to bed with the girl that looks like his ex-wife. And that got chopped. Like he, I think he's like starts to put his hand on her leg and then all of a sudden they cut to the woman outside the door knocking on the door. Or and something it's like all that. like, it's like a really bad cut. Like, it, yeah. Um, well, we should probably tell you what this movie is about. And um, since most people detest this film, I will try <laughs> to do everyone a good service by making it more um, exciting than it was. So check it out. 1901. Okay. This dude in a top hat on a carriage comes rolling up to a playhouse to watch this play, and it's the last night of this play. And it turns out that not only is it the last night, but they just decided to fuck it off, and they're not going to do it anyway. And so they weren't going to let him in, and then the guy's like, well, here, I got some pocket lit and a button. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so he comes in, and he goes up to this girl 
Um, the first girl he goes up to, I think, is Cora, who is just like the biggest skank in the fucking world. And apparently, she was a huge actress in Austria, I want to say. I don't know what that entails, being a big actress in Austria in the 70s, but um, that's what she was anyway. So she starts flirting with the dude, and then the blonde chick comes out, and the blonde chick's name is Evelyn, but he keeps calling her Evil Lynn, like fucking Skeletor from fucking Masters of the Goddamn Universe. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, you're so hot. Um, Why don't you come to my house or castle? Um, and you know, and all of you could come. And then Cora's like, yeah, it's not like he's going to rape all four of us. <laughs> and he, <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> he, he, like, his voice is like the most like calm, but weird uh. voice in the world. It's great. So anyway, they get on a fucking rowboat and go up to the castle and he professes his love to Evelyn or evil Lynn. And um, in doing so, he almost spills the beans about his missing wife and then says, no, I won't talk about it. It's fine. And then um, there's it like cuts back and then it cuts back to her. And it's just this weird little bit of dialogue. She's like, the whole world's a theater and sometimes it's not. And then it cuts away and it's like this. My dog is a fucking asshole. <laughs> Sorry, um, that'll shut him up. So anyway, um, it has all these like really weird cuts to like odd dialogue that means absolutely nothing to anything. They get to the castle, um, and then we start meeting all the weird people around, like the um, super religious zealot butler um, and the amazing um, Femi Busimi. I always want to call her. <laughs> Benassi because of Benny Benassi, but it's not. It's like what is it? Is it Buccini or so? I don't know. What anyway? I don't know. She's, she's amazing. She's in so much stuff. She's in Stripping for Your Killer. Um, yes, The Killer Must Kill Again. Um, I don't know. Like she's and she's in a ton of spaghetti westerns and a ton of Polizio. Um, she's just she's like number three on my who's who of hot Italian stars that I would. Yeah. Um, so you anyway, would travel back in time and I would travel back in time with. Yeah. Um, so we find out that the two people, Penny and some other fucking chick, they're lesbians, which is great. Um, and the guy, uh, the little dude that everyone that Cora keeps saying is not really a man. He's in love with Cora and all this other stuff. And right. everyone's at the castle. There's weird fishermen. Um, there's a, a couple of maids that have like one awesome scene and then it sucks. Um, but basically as everyone's there, uh, we find out that um, what happens to his family and everything. And basically his grandfather cut off the head of his grandmother and then threw himself off a cliff. Then his dad, when he got older and got married, cut off the head of his wife and then jumped off a cliff. And then we find out that 
um, the Count's wife disappeared. He says she ran away with another man, but also she looks exactly like Evil Lynn. Right. And because of this, um, Femi, who is like the head maid or something, I don't know what the fuck she actually does, um, she's pissed off and she's not going to let this happen. The priest is pissed off because of all the abominations in the castle. <laughs> And um, yes, he's very uh, into cursing everybody uh, with his prayers. Yeah. Yeah. Just some weird painting a la Hannibal. It's very awkward and weird. Um, but then what happens is one of the daggers goes missing, the dagger that actually beheaded all of these people, and people's heads start coming off. And one by one, they have to figure out. Who's been cutting off people's heads? And that's the fucking story. Originally, when I first saw it, there was a whole lot of fur burger and bumping and grinding. And this right. reason, there wasn't. Yes, and that may have very, like I said before, contributed in a great way to the fact that... Um, well, let me put it this way. Um, it's not that I hated the movie it's that I didn't watch it. Like I had it on and I started watching it and I just went like, I just, you know, it's, it started out. It started out with these weird shots of the guy riding the horse and buggy through these narrow alleyways ever forever. And it was just like, okay, we're going to take the camera and we're going to put it in front of the horse and we're going to have him come through. And then we're going to cut and then we're going to take the camera and we're going to put it in front of the horse and we're going to have him come through. And they did that like 20 times. And eventually he turns around and stops by this little doorway where they have the theater. The guy gets out, walks in, and the horse drives away. Um, and then, like, so, you know, from as here's what I got out of it. And I I'm going to admit right now that I have very little to contribute to this episode because I watched it and here's what I remember. I remember that part. I remember them all being in the theater and this guy coming and saying, take, let me take you to my house. A la house on haunted Hill or whatever. Um, uh, seven deaths in a cat's eye, this whole Gothic thing where everybody's in one place and I didn't know about the porn, like I said before. Um, if I had known, I probably would have tried harder to find the porn copy <laughs> because at least that would have made it interesting enough to watch a little bit more. So then they all go to the house, and there's a whole bunch of, like, nothing that happens for a while. We find out that the, the girl that he's really interested in it looks exactly like his wife who disappeared, Right. And that's all we know at the moment. And then um, there's a whole bunch more. Nothing happens. And then we have this guy that looks like Peter Lorre, who's got the, one of the best lines in the movie, and I can't remember what it is, something about <laughs> the lesbian, the girls are having sex, and it's love. I watched these two women have make love, and it was fantastic, and you should watch it too, or something like that. Yeah. I have yeah. it I have it isolated uh, on an audio track back at um, – at my office. And when I do post-production, maybe I'll take out the part that I just ad-libbed and put the real quote in. I've seen two of the girls make love. I thought you might like to watch them too. It's a wonderful sight. 
filthy swine. Get out, or I'll call someone. Oh, no, you won't, because you like it, don't you, dear? And we can all laugh at it. There are so many great there's a lot of them. lines in this movie. Yeah, and there's no a- shit. And I think there's one one of the ones that I heard that I noticed today for the first time is after um, Cora's the first one to get killed because she's obviously the skankiest one of the bunch. And she's the only one dead. And this one girl, she's like, um, I can't remember what she said, but she said something like, we got to find the person who's killing all these people. And like only one person has died and she's like jumping the script and she's like, <laughs> like we have to find who's murdering everybody. And, um, that's hysterical. But like, they're like when they're like, they're at dinner and he's like, Oh, my family. Oh, I don't want to give you such a horrific story. And Cora goes, no, go ahead. And he's like, my grandfather. And it was just like, without a, without a skip he's just like my grandfather was a crazy man and like she didn't have to twist his arm at all he was like yeah. ready to go and he just like went right into it but um cora's character is like just out of control like her dialogue is so when she goes back to the little hut with the fisherman to do the bone thug yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just watching that scene and seeing how she goes up to him, and he's like, "Oh, I have a hut," and it's like right behind him, and she's like, "Oh, you do? Let's go." And then she puts her hand on him, and she's like, "Oh, is that your hut right there?" And he's like, "Yes, that is my hut." And it's like there's all these shots where it's like a big, really far away shot, and like the actors' backs are to the camera. And so they're just like trying to come up with dialogue in the mixing room. Like, oh, so that's your hut, that hut shaped thing in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> the, the only thing there. Yes, that's my, hut. that's my hut. Yeah. And then, like, that whole thing was really weird because he's like, yeah, I lived there with my aunt and she's out right now. And she's like, okay. So they start boning. And then his dad shows up, the Peter Lorre guy, and starts beating the shit out of him. Like, yes. He's like, oh, yeah, I forgot my dad lives here, too, I guess. Like, how did that whole thing, like, uh, get glossed over? Like, there were just so many hysterical little um, tidbits. And Evelyn <laughs> or Evelyn or whatever, her crying when she's, like, getting chased at the end of the movie. It's like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, for like fucking 15 minutes it's so <laughs> awful but um, if you can't have fun watching this movie even without the porn shit in it like this is just one of those most ridiculous and like how you were saying like you got really bored I didn't get bored with this movie until the cop showed up the right cop, that whole that's bit, what I was that's what I was gonna say like weird dude like that was like the weirdest thing ever well they spent i mean so that was I, that was what i was gonna i was leading into so you had a whole bunch of nothing happening and then there's these weird inter interplays and exchanges that included porn that i didn't get to see and then heads start showing showing up in various places and then um the next thing i know like they're talking about the heads and and th- you know the the main guy who runs the castle. He's got like he's burying these two different corpses now, and they're both buried. 
And the next thing you know, um, there's this scene where they're all together. Um, and I guess was a, a police officer or some, some sort of police person was there to explain, you know, what, what had gone on. And he didn't know the difference between his ass and a hole in the ground. But dude, they took at least, I'm going to say at least 10, maybe 15 minutes of just sitting around talking about on one shot who did what. Right. Yeah. It was like one camera angle, right? Yeah. It was, it's so weird. And like the thing that's weird about that is, is that first the little guy, I can't remember his name. He confesses to the whole fucking thing. Right. And then the cops like, Oh, too bad that you were a set dresser and not an actor. Cause you would have had a great career. So I don't <laughs> believe anything you're saying. And then he goes to the, to Evelyn and he's like, do you recognize the girl in this picture? And she's like, well, yeah, that's his wife. And he's like, no, it's you. And the count's like, what? And he's yes. like, yeah, your wife was crazy and she broke out of an asylum and all this other shit. And the whole time he's talking, Evelyn's going like this, like, oh no, like I've been found out. And then you find out that that's not even true. Yeah. Yeah. So can you explain that? Because I got lost on like, okay, so I, you know, when we got to that, that last scene where it was like, okay, everybody's going to get, everything's going to get explained. Like, like some sort of big Agatha Christie ending. Um, I caught the part where the one guy confessed to do it and then it wasn't him. And then they said that um, the main girl who resembled the wife really was the wife. Yeah. Like I got that part, but then something else happened where they went into another room and there was some weird woman with red hair. Okay. Here's the thing. Like, so they said that that was the wife. Okay. And she acted like she just got found out, but it turns out that that wasn't true. And so, and the cop even says, he's like, but you know, that's not true. So let me go talk to the, the religious guy and the religious guy is like, I didn't do it, but whoever did the hand of God, da, 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 da. I would have arrested that guy for just being a dick. Right. (laughs) So then he goes away from him and he goes to Femi's character and he's like, but like, you're the one who did it, aren't you? And she's like, yes, I'm sorry. I did it. (laughs) And um, She's like, it's just that the, so apparently the story is she was in the house from a young age and who's who's she Femi, the head maid girl. Okay. Got it. And she was in love with the count. And as soon as she became a woman, basically had knockers and started looking like a woman instead of a kid, the right. count started banging her. Okay. And the count kept banging as her. As counts do. Yeah. Until he got his like arranged marriage or whatever the fuck happened and he had to get married. But even after he was married, he was still sneaking off and banging her. Right. And so. As counts do. Yeah. And so when he went away one time, Femi decided that she was going to get rid of the wife. So instead of just like killing her or something like that, because she couldn't do that, she locked her in this like dungeon where like all of the, all of his fathers had died or their bodies were something. I don't fucking know. Uh, So it was a place that he would never go into. So 
basically for the last however many years she's kept this chick locked in there until she went fucking batshit crazy or she was oh. already crazy and she found out about it, whatever. But wow. basically she ended up like doing like Stockholm syndrome with Femi. Okay. And what ended up happening was she convinced the real wife or the wife or whatever to go around and start killing these people. Hmm. So the cops like, yep, that's exactly what I thought this whole time, whatever. So they go to the room <laughs> and they pull um, the wife out and Femi is like, yeah, we're fucked. We have to go with the cops now. And so Femi and the wife get in the carriage and go off while the count's like, what the fuck just happened? And he's standing there in the middle of the road and he doesn't go with the wife, but he has this other chick who kind of looks like her and he's like, probably like, well, I might as well just keep the blonde because, you know, whatever. But um, so it just leaves him in this really fucked predicament and he still has the fucking nutcase butler. So he didn't really come up at all on this deal. Yeah, he got the short end of the stick. Um, so that's how the movie ends. Spoiler. Uh, but one of the other really ridiculous scenes I wanted to talk about was um, the uh, the maid watched the lesbians doing it. And so she went into her room that she shares with the other maid and got naked in front of the mirror and was like checking herself out. She's like, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. And the other maid's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm trying to see if I'm good looking because I saw girls touching each other. And I just wanted to see if I was pretty enough to touch. And then the other girl's like, you're really pretty. And she's like, here, feel my boobs. They're hard. And she like grabs them. Uh, Yes. I remember that scene. That one I recollect. She starts like motorboating her and she's like, oh my gosh, you're so soft. And she's like, okay, calm down now. Go to sleep. And she's like, I just want you to know that I think you're really hot. She's like, bitch, go to sleep. And she's like, I think you're really soft. And she's like, okay, that's enough now. Go to sleep. And then we never hear another fucking thing about it. (laughs) I think that um, I was watching it at work and I wasn't paying attention. Then all of a sudden I heard something about, look at my boobs, feel them. And she says, yeah, they're hard. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Let, I got to let, wait a minute. Let me put this away. Let me put this work away for a second and go back and see what the hell is going on here. Because I was uh, taken aback. That's yeah. Taken That's hysterical. Um, as far as the, uh, adult scenes go the ones that i think i remember are obviously the lesbians in the bedroom then when the guy um kind of rips off femi's um shirt when he's like you should come watch him with me and she's like get away from me you pervert um he ends up doing her and that and that's the only time she gets kind of freaky okay for the most part this is like one of the only movies i've ever seen her in where she's like completely clothed like the whole movie right um except for that then there's the bit with the the count and the girl um and then the girl at the fish place or at the hut if I recall, that one was like the raunchiest one. Right. Was it was it on par with Sister of Ursula porn or 
was Sister Ursula like more? If I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, but I think it's more along the lines of thriller, a cruel picture porn. Okay. I don't know what that is. It's like, like close up insertions. Okay. I can't believe that I had to um, give you a, a Google definition for that. I feel like a total pervert now. What is it? What is it called again? Thriller, what? You've never seen Thriller, A Cruel Picture? No. Oh, my. You're missing out, dude. Like, besides the whole porny part of that movie, that movie is ridiculous. There's a cut version without the porn bits in it called They Call Her One-Eye. Okay. But Thriller, it's got um, Christina Lindbergh. She's amazing. I've never fucking heard of that ever. Oh, my God. That movie is off the chain. Is it like a, a revenge film? Yeah, like a like a I spit on your grave kind of thing. It's way better than I spit on your grave. Hey, look! And cinematography by Andrew Bellis. That's me. Mm-hmm. I know him. No, I don't. No idea. But yeah, I mean, we're way off topic. But Christina Lundberg, if you haven't caught any of her movies, if you want to talk about an awesome like cult actress. Um, you need to look up all of her shit because nice. she is um, she's one of the good ones. All right, thriller or cruel picture? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this movie, like we said, has no blood sucker, has no dancing. Um, it has a a ton of really awful shots that were set up by a third grader. Um, there's like almost no depth, like almost every scene. If someone's in a room, they're like, okay, let's have you stand right up against the wall. You know, let's, uh, let's have no depth of field whatsoever. Just stand (laughs) as close to the wall as you can and start talking. It's just, it's. I noticed also there were a lot of red curtains in the movie. That seems like they were hiding something. That's how I felt. Like Like the walls were just covered in curtains for no reason. It was a set that served multiple purposes or something. Yeah. (laughs) So. Wow. Just, and hearing this guy talk, it's like. The main guy, right? Yeah. And I'm sure you'll find some clips. Like I wanted to grab some clips too before the show, but um, my computer decided to fucking turn into a crazed zombie and try to eat me. So I had to take care of that. (laughs) But yeah, um, that's never there, good. There are so many amazing lines in this movie. I'm trying to think of another movie that has lines like this in it. I guess you could compare this movie with Sister Ursula on that level. But the dialogue in this is just so shit. I, it's like it's unbelievable shit. It's like <laughs> it almost like doesn't even make sense. It's so shit. And if I mean, you can't find fun in that. Like you have no business watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's it's a guilty pleasure uh, movie for sure. I would go out on a limb, and I know you're gonna say, <gasps> but I would go out on a limb and say that I would, pr- if I had to pick between this movie and Sister of Ursula because I had to watch one or the other again. I'd probably pick Sister of Ursula. I would I think, watch both of these. And I think since Sister of Ursula, uh, compared to this, 
because like if you, wanna, if you want to have an amazing triple feature watch those two movies and then like a virgin among the living dead like, <laughs> and you'll just have like the most fun you've ever had in your life is that a terrible movie virgin oh Love yeah movie? it's i mean it's that's bang on like sister versus style movie okay um, but anyway um so you like Sister Ursula better than this movie? Yeah, I have to. I have to say that. I mean, I at least I have to say that at the very least, um, you know, Sister of Ursula had, I guess, kind of a whodunit thing going on. This was a whodunit. You had no idea who it was. Yeah, but it was weird. Like, I didn't even bother. <laughs> I didn't even bother scoring this thing. You're um, such a dick. <laughs> yeah, like I'm I'm a complete loser when it comes to this particular movie because I just I just phoned it in, man. Like I totally just I, well, as, I, as long as you're letting everyone know that, that's super. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know if there was a reason like if if I just kind of gave up on the film and then it, as as a result of giving up on it, I said, Well, there's no real need for me to be scoring it because I haven't really been paying attention, but it doesn't seem to me like it would have gotten very much of a um, of a, of a decent score. I can't. I'm very interested in seeing what this would get. Well, I think somebody in the group said they scored it and it did really shit. Yeah, one of the guys, um, I think it was, let's say, Don Anelli. He said somewhere around a twenty something. But I mean, look, why don't we? We're we're not pressed for time here. We got through the film pretty quickly. Let's um, let's try it. Like let's uh, let's see. Let's pull up the uh, the thing let's, here. Let's pull it up, dude. Let's pull it up and see what happens. Pull it up. This this is called live scoring. Live scoring, right? It's like this fantasy is way football. Better than football or is it football on right now or soccer or whatever sport you like. This is like cricket on speed. All right. So, um, well, did we have an Italian director? Yes, we did. Yes. Right? Okay. Bing. Okay. Um, so that's 10. Uh, the killer's identity was hidden. Yep. That was 20. Uh, we didn't see any murders, so there was no black gloves. Was anybody trying to figure out who the killer was? Like, did anybody like act as an amateur detective? Um, there's that part where there's footprints in the hall, and the count is like, "I'm gonna like." There's footprints in the hall, but they're too big to be who I think it is. So, but then like nothing really comes out of it. So, I mean, I'm sure they were trying to figure out who had it and who had the knife. But I will say. We can't forget those shitty cutaways to black and white waves. Oh yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up, dude. <laughs> like, what was that? That was to let you know it was raining. It was a storm out, right? <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought maybe like it was artsy and it was supposed to like represent the storm and so. No, I'm sure line. they pulled it off of some public domain fucking wow. movie. Yeah, that was really. Wow. Bad. They didn't okay. even put color in it. No, I was so shit. All right, so I'm, we're going to say no for Amateur Detective because oh, 
I mean, it sounds to me like nobody really was pursuing anything. They were just worried about getting laid and then, oh my God, there's a head. So um, the film was uh, from 1975, is that right? Yep. Okay, so that's five points. So now we have 25. The motivation for the killer was psychological revenge, right? Yeah, I guess. She just wanted the dude. She wasn't trying to blackmail anybody or get get money. So, so we'll give we'll give ten. So thirty five. Um, the person who's identified as the killer did she just leave? She got arrested. Okay, so no points for that. And then this director has he ever made another Jallo? I don't know. I hope he never even made another movie because <laughs> like, he has no concept of what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> I wonder, did, did you so, check uh, creep if, to see if anybody's um, interacting with us live? Um, I can't see on here. Let me check YouTube real quick. Oh, okay. You know what? Q and a, I see nothing. Okay. The director is directed by Alfredo Rizzo. That sounds like a fake name if I ever Oh, dude, he made a movie called Bloody Pit of Horror. <gasps> or did he make it or under the name Daniel Parks? Bloody Pit of Horror is a terrible but fun movie from the 60s. As an actor, no, I want as a director. Okay. Yeah, he didn't do Bloody Pit of Horror as a, as a director. Um, yeah, we don't have any more jolly here that I can tell. Um, um, Sanders says there was no ass tickling with a feather in this movie. And that is correct. That got left out. So. Was that a comment um, on YouTube? I didn't see on it. On YouTube, yeah. Okay, so we're going to say, let's get back to our thing here. We've got uh, 10, 20, 25, 35. Okay. Um, was there at least three people killed? Yep. Yes. So that's 35 plus three is 38. Was there any sort of flashback revelation? I don't think so, right? It was just the um, guy killing everybody everything. Well, it was the chick explaining what had happened, but there was no actual flashback with it. So Okay. Yeah. So we're at 30, I'm sorry, 39, um, mistaken identity. During the course of the film, the police identify the wrong person. That happened like three times, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so that's 41. There was more than one killer or an accomplice? Yep. Okay, so that's uh, 45. Holy uh, shit. The, um, the soundtrack had nothing to do with it. There was nude scene, for, it's 48. There was more than three suspects, or at least three suspects. Yep. So that was uh, 52. No urban location. Okay. So f we're working well, with a base of 52. Okay, yeah. That's not bad, dude. I'm, I'm digging this so far. A base of 52. Now, um, no airplane because it's 1900. Well, there was a boat. Okay, can't, that doesn't count. It's not an airplane. <laughs> um, the bloodsucker leads the dance. Nope. Was there a funeral? Yeah, they attended a funeral. Like they had to bury somebody. Yeah, and he even fucking did the hey everybody, I'm reading the Bible. What what did I say? Fifty two? 
Yeah. All right, so 53, no car or motorcycle racing. Was uh, there a chase scene? Uh, the killer going? No, because we really never saw the killer yeah, yeah, in action. No, no. The killer was chasing Evelyn down the stairs. Okay. And she, the killer chased her into the arms of the Count, and then she freaked out, and the killer ran off. Okay. Boom. Man, I really wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Uh, okay, 54 then. Um, we had a comic relief character for sure. It was that that guy who um, who was like the effeminate. And the fucking whore. And, and the priest, real or the guy who was the religious guy. So, yeah. All right, it's 55. Did anybody die from falling? Not in the scenes, but they, we were told that people died from falling. Okay, not not, getting, not giving it. Uh, <laughs> were, were there any dolls or dummies in the film? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, gay and lesbian is a big ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Uh, so that's 56. Um, no J and B. No. Uh, no foreigners. They were all kind of from the same joint. Was there an odd clue? No. Um, well, yeah, the um, dagger went missing. Is that a clue? No, like something like, um, you know, the little the little gold scorpion cufflink in uh, Keys of the Scorpion's Tale. Like that's uh -huh. an odd clue. Um, uh, or you know, the necklace in four. The Falls. only the only clue that gave anything away was that the cop found a key under the girl's bed that didn't unlock any room in the house. Uh -huh. And that's how he found out she was the one who was hiding something. Mm. But I don't know if you would take that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have a pathologist. Um, we definitely had a peeping Tom. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Um, but what is that? 59. That's 50, 50, like 57. And then um, we had, you want to call the the fact that they were actors, you know, because we have this yeah. we have this photography, glamour, modeling, and art kind of point. Totally, you know. So we'll give it to them. Okay, fifty-seven. Uh, there, there was a was there a pre a real you priest? Said, you said fifty-seven like three times. All right, fifty-eight. Was there a real priest or was it just a religious guy? No, just the religious guy. Okay, we hadn't had any pseudoscience. Um, there was no psychologist. Was there any spiral stairs? I didn't. Re I didn't recollect no, no, any no. spiral stairs. Okay, so fifty-eight. Turns out the final score is somewhere around fifty-eight. Okay, well, and that's we'll just and that's just doing it off the top of my head. If I went back and looked at it again, which I won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. And it's partly due to just being a little bit burnt out on Jalo in general, but um, this was not the uh, film to um, re 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 uh, revitalize. You are out of your goddamn mind, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But maybe one day down the road, 
when things get bad, I may put it back on. Well, let's put it this way. Um, if our beloved, um, if our beloved CG comes back, I will look for it in its porn version because I want to, I want to see the porn version. I want to see all the yeah. stuff I missed for sure. Yeah, you should. But, um, okay. Well, I guess that's it. Well, let me see this real quick. What's, what's this? So you said it was a 58? Yeah, 58. Okay, so it scored the same as $5 for an August Moon. Hmm. Um, had a higher score than Cold-Blooded Beast, All the Colors of the Dark, Paranoia, Ideal Place to Kill, So Sweet, So Perverse, Footprints on the Moon, The Killer Must Kill Again, Two Faces of Fear, Deathly Nay, Quiet Place to Kill, Bizarre, and Stage Fright. Wow. So clearly my... Um Jallo score is completely flawed. <laughs> Where, and, you know, if you look at the Q and A, it says just because a uh, I'll read it verbatim. We'll go to the FAQs, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, how does a high-scoring film compare to a low-scoring one? This is a great question. The answer is, it depends. The important thing to understand is that just because a film receives a low score doesn't mean it's not a good film. And of course, the opposite is also true. So, wow. I had a nice little disclaimer there before I started putting so scores is, up. Is this a, uh, um, what do you call so, it? So the question is, is it a giallo? Like, does it, does it fulfill what we've accepted as the criteria for a giallo film. And I guess it does. It, it does. Would this be a must see? No. <laughs> no, this is a, this is a skip it for sure. Oh my God. <laughs> what's the, um, what's the, I don't think you have that on here. Do you? Yeah, I do. Um, uh, let's see here. Let's go down to a worthwhile deviation. B Bizarre got to skip it. <gasps> Bizarre and Sister of Ursula both got skip it. You skipped Sister of Ursula? Lacks any redeeming value, a waste of time. That's oh my God. <laughs> That's how it's described <laughs> on my site. <laughs> oh shit. Well, there you I, go. I need. I just need to re to read this just to just to remind myself that that this was great. The little <laughs> caption I wrote for Bizarre is a complete mess of a film that merges 1980s soap opera narrative with softcore porn and horrible saxophone music. <laughs> run away quickly. <laughs> and you're saying, why run away? That sounds fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so fucking funny, dude! Yeah. Oh, that was I. Bizarre was definitely an experience, especially the the whole androgyny. <clears throat> thing. Well, like I think that movie and this one—the first time I even heard of them—was on some list of the worst jally of all time. <laughs> well, so sounds um, like a good list. <laughs> I still don't. 
I still don't really think that Bizarre is a Jalo. I don't really think so either, but like I don't know how you like I understand in Italy it's considered that because any kind of thriller Yeah, I guess it's some sort of thriller mystery, right? So Yeah. That would qualify. I suppose. But whatevs. But anyway, um I had an email from a person who went to the website to the Jalo score website sent me an email asking about a particular film. It's one of those situations where the person has seen the film a long time ago, um, remembers one specific scene and wants to know if we can figure out what, what movie it is. So okay. I'll read you the email. Um, on. I came across your website. This is from, Terge, I'm going to slaughter his name, his or her name, Terje Skavdal. And he's from Norway. So it's uh, Terje Skavdal. He wants to. Dark Throne. He wants to ask I came across your website searching for a movie I saw as a child that I can't identify. It sounds to me like a Jalo movie. Since you have knowledge of this genre, I thought maybe you could help me with it. There's only one scene I can remember. And what, now I'm going to describe the scene, and I need to say up front, I want to see this movie based on this one scene description. A woman is searching through an apartment. A photographer is living there, and she comes across some pictures of either dead girls or nude pictures in his photo lab. Now, that could be like 20,000 films that we've seen. Yeah, like Cat of Nine Tails or fucking um, uh, that Bava one. Oh, I was thinking though, what have you done to your daughters? There was a photographer and uh, uh, nude girls. The girl who knew too much. Well, now here's the other thing. The oh. woman seemed to be very frightened by what she saw in these images. She is suddenly surprised when the photographer uh, comes in and there's a fight and she manages to throw some chemicals in his face and sets him on fire. The man runs screaming through the apartment engulfed in flames and dies. Now that reminds me a little bit of who saw her die, but I don't remember that there are any pictures in that. And one. strip nude for your killer, she goes through some pictures somewhere, and the guy catches her, but I don't think she lights them on fire. I think they just tussle or something. Right. Well, if any of you listeners out there know what film we're talking about or can recollect those details in a film, let us know uh, on the website or what have you. And uh, we'll take a look and uh, I'll get back to, um, I'll get back to Terje, if that's how you say his name or Terj and uh, let him know. But uh, yeah, that's all I got. And I'm also a complete jerk because I still haven't sent out the one pack of Jalo playing cards that was won by one of our listeners. Um, so I apologize. You need my address for that? Nah. Uh, 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 that's a good one. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and, and we still have to give away more of them, so. You know. Well, do you know what you want to do next? Since do I know I, what, what film? Yeah, since I completely damaged your psyche. No, you didn't damage my psyche. Uh, I'm looking through... Uh, the list of films here that I have on um, my library, and let's see here. Um, 
Well, he did a lot of freaking films. Yeah. I mean, we're on episode 62, and we used to do double features sometimes, too. Yeah, we did 10 double features. Um, and you mentioned um, The Cold-Blooded Beast or Slaughter Hotel. We need to remember that that one probably is like head and shoulders above these other two as far as... Uh, You're out of your fucking mind. The sleazy shit movies. <laughs> um, no, you don't think so? Not at all, dude. Okay. All right, it's well, good, but it's not that good. Some people have taste, and some people don't. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. Let's see. Um, we did the washing machine. Didn't you want to do that hotel one? Was it Play Hotel or something like that? Oh yeah, I wanted. To <laughs> I wanted to do Play Hotel. Do I even have that? Let's see. I, th I think I have a copy of it somewhere. Um, and we, we did the French sex murders, right? We did that a couple yeah. weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Which was also terrible. Um, let's see. What about Bob? <laughs> I'm sailing. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a vacation from my problems. Your death therapy cured me, you genius. Oh, what a great movie that is. I love that movie. <laughs> that movie used to give me panic attacks. <laughs> that and uh, very bad things. Like, I couldn't get through the movie without having, like, a total anxiety attack. Oh, my God, dude. Very bad things is such a terrible movie, but great. Great. John, oh, John oh, Favreau is in that movie, isn't he? Yeah, and Christian Slater and yeah. Diaz and Daniel Stern. It's awful. It's awful, awful, awful. Black comedy at its best. How about we do The Short Night of Glass Dolls? Boom. There we go. I haven't seen that in a while, and it's awesome. I love it. It's a great movie. And it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I definitely I, a different watch. I scored that one. So I don't have any work to do. That's really why I thought of it. What a prick. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, I'm laying low here for those of you looking at me. Man, it got dark at your house. It's starting to get dark. Yeah. What time is it? It's 7.40 five the bats come out and i just sit here and watch the bats and they get really close and it scares me at 7 45 they come out so you got yeah. another like 20 minutes yeah they actually should be coming out anytime now the sun's low enough but yeah sometimes they get a little too close they fly like right over the top of my roof and um one time it came one came flying like probably just a couple feet from my face Ugh. right across and I seriously almost wet myself because <laughs> they fly in such a chaotic fucking fashion right it's like you have no idea where they're going to end up yeah like when are, where are they going to show up exactly but yeah no one cares about are, that are, are we still recording the show is that yep, still they're, they're out now dude oh wow wow that's amazing holy shit okay yeah the show's still on we're still alive people still give a shit 
Getting your Patreon money's worth, guys. <laughs> Talking about bats. Um, so just so anyone who cares, um, on the next episode of Western Chow Chow, we're going to be doing the um, Franco Nero film, uh, Kioma. So that'll cool. be next week. And I've been totally behind on posting shows. So I have, besides this show, I have two other shows to post to the site. So apologies. How did the uh, round table go on Sunday? It went well. Those are hysterical. Yeah. And the funniest thing is, and he's probably going to get pissed off that I'm telling the story. As soon as we went off the air, um, I don't know what the hell Richard was doing, but he was, he was saying something like he had a tattoo on his thigh and he like stood up real quick to show it. And his, <laughs> his mic cord or his headphone cord got caught on his mic, which the cord for that was hooked up to his camera. Which <laughs> oh, no. was hooked up to, it was on top of a bunch of books. So anyway, what ended up happening was he uh. stood up and everything fell down like whole <laughs> computer like everything oh. crashed and <laughs> thought he broke everything and we couldn't hear him for a while and we were cracking up but um yeah that was that was the that was the highlight of the show for me <laughs> oh my god that sounds awesome uh, did you did you guys um did you and eric pick an uh another horror film for next time uh, no, I was trying to convince him to do Troll 2, and he was trying to convince me not to. <laughs> they're eating, isn't that the one where he says, they're eating her, and then they're going to eat me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa. Yeah. That? That's not oh. Italian. Is that? It is oh. Italian. It's an Italian director. I don't know. Wow. I don't know where the line gets drawn, but um, that movie is a horrible turd, and... Um, <laughs> And that's why you want to talk about it. Yeah, it's Nilbog, dude. But um, but yeah. Anyway, so we haven't decided what to do. Um, we were going to talk about it, but um, yeah. So that's that. It is dark here. Jesus Christ! It doesn't yeah. look that dark here, but when I see it on the screen, it looks like I'm in some weird fucking Friday the Thirteenth movie. Now you could take Creeps' uh, visual, you know, video feed and speed it up like at ten x, and you'll just see it quickly get darker that'd be awesome yeah i don't know why you do that but. i don't know but anyway so thanks for watching everybody and until next time ciao 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 ciao